Welcome back to Ten Minutes Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Pirro. I'm sitting in the Kenny Morse studio all by myself. I have oh, Adam. God, here we go again. <laughs> I have Adam Nielsen on Zoom, but I also have uh, Ian and Dave, and I think Adam can do a much better job of explaining who they are. Okay, this is Ian and Dave. They are from the Apex Adjacent Podcast. Uh, Long-time listeners of our show have heard me mention their show more than once. Uh, these guys I've been listening to for quite some time. I guessed it on just recently, and now we've drugged them into the shit show that is 1010's podcast. Hello. Hello. We're, ex- we're excited to be here. Adam, <laughs> Robert, let's do this. Let's do so, podcast. Let's see. How many years ago was it that we met you guys in person? It was about Four years ago, mm-hmm. okay. I say. So these guys are uh, the sole reason of Robbie's favorite uh, picture of me, which is me in what I thought was a Toyota Sienna, but it was actually a Nissan Quest minivan. Yes. God, you're so happy uh, in that picture. And if you're on the YouTube, it's 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 there right now. Like it's been there a hundred times before because Robbie brings it up like literally every week. <laughs> every every chance I can. Look at look at your long hair and how happy you are discovering the awesomeness of the minivan. When you switch from saying I will never drive a minivan to Robbie, God, I can't wait to have it's a minivan. Been proven that I never said that. We have audio recordings. No, you have doctored audio. <laughs> you can't prove that. Yes, are you I deep? Can. Are you deep faking? Adam? I was deep faked. I was full on out. Alex Jones. <laughs> I think you can push put machine learning algorithms to Robbie, better can use. you play the MP3? I don't have the MP3 uh, Damn. available. <laughs> but it's 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 you very clearly saying I will never own a minivan. I, I mean it is my words. I did <laughs> say those words at some point in time, but never in that order. Not recorded, except for that yeah. one time. I, I remember at some point in my life, I said I was never going to wear cycling clothes, but, um, you know, it's okay. I, I say a lot I, I, of things and it gets brought up on the show. That, like, like you said that 10 years ago, you wouldn't do this. And then you did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I will never LS swap my 240. And I did. You saw what? I'm, I'm a man of my convictions and I've never gone back on anything. I've said. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of our listeners are that way. They're happy to tell me when yeah. I do. Yeah, they, <laughs> nobody would ever go back. Human nature is hypocritical, okay? For you know? sure. Let's, yeah, right? What do they say? You're a new person like every <clears throat> seven, seven years or something like that? Yeah, biologically speaking. So yeah. like yep. we're nearly there in podcast length. So we're totally new people now, and that's okay. Yeah, we, we started our podcast the around the same time, right? We started September 2016, right, Ian? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. we were 2015. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we were we were Jan- uh, yeah. January 2016. Yeah, nice. you guys are a few months ahead of us, six months ahead of us or so. So yeah, we're coming up on episode 300 pretty soon here. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so right. Funny. Like next week, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I know. It's just crazy. dudes sitting in a basement. Yeah, probably. There's so much we could have done with that time. You know, God, I'm depressed. <laughs> I could have like learned a language. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like yeah. Piano. I could have built other cars other than. I, I promise you that I would not have done anything more productive. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. There's be, no way. I would have been way better at video games. I can tell you that. Yeah. Robbie would be, would have a much higher I rating or I racing rating. Probably. 
Well, okay. guys, I'm I'm super thrilled that you guys invited us on since we've spent the first five minutes of the podcast talking each other out of doing a podcast. <laughs> is that not what podcasting is? Here. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that's what we were doing here. So. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's start with uh, Ian. I have some questions for you about your chosen. Uh, well, it's not necessarily your chosen, but uh, um, your car that you race. Yes. Uh, that's not your daily driver as well. Um, your, I guess, dad's Maserati. Yes. So my family, my dad owns a, uh, a 1987 Maserati by turbo, um, which he races in champ car, which used to be chump car, which is a better name, but they changed it to champ car for reasons. I have no idea. Um, anyway, he races it in that series and I have raced with him a handful of times. Um, so it's the best. Do you know why he chose a Maserati of all things? Yes. So the story is that it was my uncle's car and he had it. He bought it like in the mid nineties sometime um, or late nineties, somewhere in there. He had it for, for several years and drove it as a street car for a long time. And then uh, my, he, something broke on it or something happened. I don't remember, but then my dad, bought it dave you were about to say something something gonna something broke on the bi turbo you're kidding me no (laughs) no but so then that car my dad took it and they were going to start he was going to restore it and this was like probably 10 12 years ago now and he started down the process he bought a donor car and then like was starting to swap interior bits around and all this other nonsense and then he realized like there's a bunch of rust in this thing. Like we might as well, uh, you know, I'm stripping out this interior anyway. It kind of looks like a race car now. So they took it racing. And I mean, it was pretty unreliable at first and, you know, they didn't really know how to do the endurance racing pit stops. And so there was a big learning curve. And now this is actually a different car than what they started with. This is another by turbo. I think there have been, five through the between donor cars. I didn't realize that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Between donor cars and parts cars and swapping body panels and stuff like that. I think there have been around five ish. So this has got to be the most developed Maserati by turbo race car on the planet at this point. Possibly. I think there's a, there's like a few others. So it's got a Haltech standalone in it. Is that, Yes, that's new. Um, so I drove the car a couple of weeks ago um, for the first time in this iteration with the the blue car, which I think you guys have a picture of. I don't know if it's up on the screen, but it is. Um, <clears throat> I drove it at Hallett uh, in Oklahoma, which I had never been Robbie's to. Robbie's favorite racetrack. Second favorite uh, racetrack. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, Atlanta. It's a tricky race. It's a tricky track. Uh, but anyway, so we, uh, we I drove it uh, with, with them uh, in Hallett, and we actually won our class on Sunday and got second overall, which is the best result they've ever, I think they've ever had. That's really good. Second overall is awesome. Yeah. I would imagine that car has the jam in a straight line. It does. Yeah. I mean, actually on Sunday we were, we had a big misfire. So we were really down on power, uh, but it rained for half the day. Um, But don't worry. It's also a real handful in the rain. Um, (laughs) Cause it's a super short wheelbase and it wants when it, 
when, once it started raining a little heavier, like it wasn't so bad, but like that initial stage when it's like just greasy because they, they drifted that track too. So there's just like rubber everywhere and oil and shit. And then it, when it was just like drizzling, it was worse. Cause you would, you would feel the, the rears or the, the fronts like start to push. Um, that would be the first thing that would happen going into a corner. And so you'd be like, Oh, okay. I got to like, I got to lift. Well, if you do that, then it spins. Well, then you're like, okay, well next time I'm going to be smart and I'm going to oversteer my way out of it. And then you spin. Uh, so there's like, no, you just have to wait until you just have to slide and wait. And then it goes. Has it been on a dyno? I think it has. Um, they are estimating because they made changes since it was on the dyno last. So there's, okay. like, I don't know, a thing. Okay. But I think uh, they're estimating around 300 ish horsepower at the wheels right now. Maybe that's a hilarious. Less. Probably less. And it's like a 2200, 2100 pound car. Yeah, it's like 23, I think it's 2300 pounds. Yeah. See, I would never imagine that you could get a Maserati that light. If you in my head, that's the, a the really first heavy one. Car. Like it, like the the metal, the sheet metal on the bottom was like paper thin. Like it's yeah. not as overbuilt as I think you would think. Is it one of those cars that, like, if you jack it up without a cage mm-hmm. in it, you can't open the doors? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it twist so bad. It's an like Italian Miami. car, so the steel is al dente. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, former, uh, co-host of our show, Michael Beck had a a love for terrible old Italian cars as well. And his Fiat, uh, that he had the entire wiring harness was made out of brown wires. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like did Maserati do any like such stupid things? Uh, not I, that you know not, of the just like don't why they would had, they do that? I don't think they had a monochrome wiring harness. Which is <laughs> the, the person doing the wiring was colorblind, <laughs> right? It's um, like this is the way it well, is in know, all cars. When you buy things, when you buy things in bulk, it's always cheaper. And right. uh, buying multiple colors of wire is really expensive. So if you just buy a master spool of brown and you wire a car, it's really not that big a deal. Plus it was lunchtime and the wine was getting cold. And, you know, yeah. You know, See, yeah. that's the problem yeah. in yeah. Italy. You can't, you can't trust you can't, them. You can't I like the, the way you on. say Fiat, Adam. Yeah. Fiat. Yeah. You hit it. Yeah. It's a hard F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know. I just, I love that you guys use a Maserati. Um, I've been to, I went and did one champ car race. Uh, your dad was there, but not with the race car. He actually paced with his Aston Martin, which was awesome. Oh, was uh, that in Brainerd? In Brainerd. Yep. And I met him um, there, talked to him for a little while. Uh, but I love the, I love weird race cars. Uh, I love weird cars. In well, general. yeah. But weird race cars are like always something that's really been interesting to me, like cars that you don't see anywhere else, you know, and like at that champ car event, there's like, you know, six BMW E30s and a handful of Miatas and, and Fox you know, body like, Mustangs. Yeah. The cars you expect to see. And, um, you know, I, I love that somebody was like, you know what, this will make a great race car someday. Like we just got to spend a whole bunch of time blood, sweat, tears, and money, and we'll f- probably figure it out along the way. And I love that, like, attitude. It's great. Yeah. Well, and I think it's there's also a slight element of, like, 
we've gone this far now and we've printed so many t-shirts with the effing Maserati logo. That, like we have no choice, but to keep going with it. Right. And also my yard is, is like 60% Maseratis. So um, I have to, we have to keep doing it. But anyway, if, if anyone wants to know more about the, the Maserati race car, which it's awesome. Uh, the, my dad's race team is called dead pedal racing. Uh, they have a website and a, and a Facebook page and stuff. So it's, yeah. it's super rad. It's a fun car too. Super fun. Any more plans this year for that? Um, with them? Allegedly, they're allegedly Laguna Seca. So Ooh. I'm in like December, Ooh. I think it is. So I'm a hundred percent. I don't care what I have to do going to Laguna Seca. <laughs> right. Cause there's yeah. been like three other attempts to get to Laguna Seca and they've all not happened. So, um, I really want to do that one. And then we're going to rent a Nissan quest minivan. I'm in. I'm, I'm down for it. Seriously. I don't care. That's probably no. a less drive than, than what was it? Road America that you guys went about to? the same. Yeah. About the same. I think yeah. Is yeah. It really. Yeah. I've done, I've done Palm Springs to Denver and it was about that. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose Denver's not as far West as I think it is a lot of times. No, it turns so. out America's big. Yeah. yeah, it's a funny thing about it. Yeah. So uh, we drive way too much of it around here. So it's what happens when you live in a, like a no shit rectangle state. You know, you just yeah. got a, it's a long drive to get to anywhere. Once yep. you accept the fact that everything's eight hours away, it's really not that big a deal. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but nice. uh, I know Robbie loves Hallett. I do. Uh, up until very recently, uh, that was his favorite track to drive. Robert, what do you love about Hallett? I honestly can't place. I think it's everything. Like the track itself is super fun. There's an, there's enough elevation change that you can like really enjoy it. Um, I'm so bored with flat tracks. Um, but I also like just the, the paddock area. Um, I also like the shower that's open to the stars. You can, you can, you can shower it outside. That's my favorite. That? He he thought that was amazing. It's, like he, it, I might. Ins- I'm still thinking I'm going to install one next to my garage. I think that- like a Richard Branson open air island shower. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a it's a shower building with no ceiling on it. So like I think they were all, just saving money, dude. Just no no ceiling. It's fine. we had one of those at Boy Scout camp uh, <laughs> in Osceola, Missouri. Uh, yeah, and I, I yeah, it I, it wasn't what I would call luxurious. Terrifying is more the word. No, you want to wear your uh, flip flops so your feet don't touch the ground. Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> did they play the chicken song in the morning? Of course, they yeah. did. Yes. <laughs> It's the best. What is this the, now? You don't so know? The, the, uh, the main building, so there's like one real building in the whole premises or whatever. And uh, there's a, like a little restaurant in the bottom. And so in the morning when the restaurant opens, uh, they play this chicken song, um, which is a, an adorable little gimmick until you realize that it's like six minutes long. Uh-huh. Like it's it goes on for a long time. It's like seven the stairway to heaven of chicken sauce. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 7 a.m. every it, day. Oof. Is it just a chicken cockadoing doing or what is it? I don't remember. You know, it's now. like a 1950s was, style. Is there Buck words? Not. No, it's like it's just chickens. <laughs> like, but. I was there. Robert, you were doing it. Sing it for I, us, I, son. I, that's, all the fur, that's all the further I can go with it. I was there for three. I heard it three times 
And honestly, I was so flabbergasted by it every time that I didn't even stop to like listen to what I like to process what I was hearing. I was just like, what is this and why is it still happening? There is apparently it's only I can't find it. But there's there's is it on YouTube or something. Yeah, that's on. It YouTube. has to be. Uh, there is. God. Yeah, it's it's a hen house five plus two in the mood. It's from 1976. And it is, it's only two minutes and 44 seconds long. Huh. 1976, by the way, is when uh, all pop culture stopped in that part of Oklahoma. <laughs> so that fits. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's a very accurate statement. Yeah. As uh, a previous race. I will say the other Oklahoma. thing that was really cool about that race was we had another. Oh, we're listening to it. Can't hear it. We can't hear it, Robbie. Oh, there it is. It's at the bottom of the, the bottom of the phone. Put it on the bottom. There you go. Nothing. Nah, it's not loud. Yes. Ah, forget it. I, I think your noise canceling is also chicken canceling. Good. <laughs> oh, darn. I was say, the other cool thing about YouTube that. If you want it. The really cool thing about that race is so how it is kind of a it. It's a pretty short track, but it's deceptively kind of tricky because there's a lot of like off camber and there's like Robbie said there's a lot of elevation change. Um, but fortunately, there was a guy who came in, who's from another podcast from everyone racers. He came in uh, mental came in and drove with us. And he was, it was awesome to have someone there who was like familiar with the track. Cause none of us had ever been there before. Um, so he, that helped a lot to like learn the track quickly. Yeah. It's, it's not uh, as, like the most challenging of tracks, but it's, it's really, it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun. A friend of ours, uh, Dalton Klein, the previous iteration of his, Z06 C6 Corvette. Uh, that track is third gear only for him. <laughs> Bullshit. So, so we used to make fun of him. Oh, you you drive an automatic Corvette on a racetrack. Cool. You know. Yeah. That? Awesome. In your New Balances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were. I'm allowed um, to make fun of people for New Balances. I wear New Balances, so <laughs> it's fine. I I can make those jokes. I forgot oh, we were talking God. about that before we started recording. It's we fine. uh we had you know because it's turbo car, and with the hall tech now they can tune where the boost comes in, where the wastegates open and stuff. So now they can have full boost from like 2500 all the way to redline, which is awesome. Um, because you just like you know what you're going to get. Cause before it was like old school turbo where like you put the accelerator pedal down and you're like, I'm going to get some amount of torque. No <laughs> idea how much. And that might result in me going straight might result in me spinning. I have no idea. Um, so now at least it's predictable and you can kind of modulate with the throttle pedal. Um, but we were like third and f- third and fourth gear for the entire track. Uh, in the dry. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You're probably running like what? 125, 126s? Um, oh man, I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think we were quite that fast. Okay. Because like your horsepower would be similar to my 240 or what it was. And then, uh, but you're quite a bit lighter. So I figured. Well, and we're, you know, Champ Car is um, uh, street tires only so oh yeah the last time i was there i was on 40 treadwares right yeah yeah yeah, so like yeah you the, add a few couple seconds to that then you guys yeah, run like, like a 200, 200 treadwares is that what you run on there is a 200 tread mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Because I know some people, you know, in an effort to save money, will kind of move up that scale into, you know, closer to like the three or three forty treadwear mark. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't remember exactly. They're they're running the hand cook. They're actually running a step more towards road than what I run on my on the Volkswagen here. Um, so the probably the RS four is that a hand cook? Yeah, the RS fours are pretty common endurance tire. That's and they a, that's wear a like really iron. popular endurance tire. Yeah, yeah, so that's they, what they, they have, and I have like the Ventus, whatever the fuck it is, yeah. one whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, that sounds like fun. I would love to see that car on a track. I almost made it to an event with you guys, and then uh, my work life ruined that idea. But someday. When you guys are are back in this area again, we'll have yeah, to I'll I'll let you know. I get to they, I think they're gonna do another. They were talking about maybe doing Juliet, so I think that's not too far from you guys. I'll no. be there not this weekend, but next weekend for a grid life event. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't so, know. Uh, they, I think they might be doing Autobahn Juliet, so Country you know. Club. Yep. So that's a country club, which is the greatest idea ever, and we need more of those in the world. That's the future. Yeah. Country club yeah. with racetrack. Yep. That's yes. I, I, so like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's literally Screw like a the golf, golf course, courses. except it's yeah. a racetrack. It's great. Yeah. So place is really cool. There's a lot of really wild stuff in garages there. Uh, as you would expect, cause there's a lot of rich people there. You don't sure. say, but, um, yeah, but it's super cool. Um, the entry fee, like the the buy-in, is kind of steep. But once you've gotten past that, the annual fees are really surprisingly not that bad, if I remember right. I mean, it's still way more than I can afford. But I'm sure there's – I know lots of people who spend more than that on track day fees in a year. Right. Right on. So, so I don't know. What else we got? I think before we keep moving, I'm going to interrupt and remind everybody to head over to uh, techbosscompany.com. That's T-E-K-B-O-S-S company.com for all your pit scooters, ATVs, uh, go-karts, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, Yeah, he's... He's been doing a lot of stuff with a lot of our friends over at uh, like the mid of TT and um, WRL. So um, if you see any of these Say Yeah scooters or the Moto Techs, Probably got them from actually Don here at Tech Boss. So if you need to get your own pit scooter, or if you have kids that you want to have a uh, electric dirt bike instead of a gas powered dirt bike, or a go kart, or a four wheeler, um, use the code ten tenths and get ten percent off of these already reduced priced uh, go karts. You're telling me I don't have to use an old bicycle to get around the pits anymore? No, I'm telling you, you would, could you could get anything from a 250 watt little like scooter, like a, kind of like a razor scooter, but it's electric powered. Okay, all the, all the way up right. to the Mototech. Oh gosh, what's it called? It is. It's the Mototech. Like two thousand watts. A two, or something it's silly, a two thousand it? watt, forty eight volt <laughs> off road monster. Okay. It's okay. So I'm in. And, and it's what, what's hilarious. the website again? T e k b o s s company dot com. Tech Boss Company. Okay. Um, and promo the, code 10 tenths. Yep. 10% off. And that's actually a okay. pretty good promo considering how uh, the best scooter is $869. Snap. And they have one right. available in stock for pickup right now. Way to, way to move some units, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we, we haven't introduced ads to our, or, or, uh, uh, sponsors to our podcast yet because no one wants to be a sponsor on our show. <laughs> 
kind of happens yeah. by accident. Yeah, all of ours no, just kind of fluidly fine. happen. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Like, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. And then, and then we know Don from you know previous you know, long term friendships. So like we know that yeah. anything he touches turns to gold. So we're just kind of like riding that coattail. Nice. So we, everybody nice. wins here. But He's yeah, that the, friend that you have that like he he makes a deal and you're like, there's no way he's coming out on top. There's there's just no way. And then he'll like double his money. (laughs) I I have a friend like that. And I always used to give him a hard time about like, how do you, I was always always like, how do you just always fall ass backwards into a pile of money? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Every time. And I've been friends with this kid since college and it's still obnoxiously annoying how, how lucky he gets. So, Uh, yeah, no, he's in time. Yeah, he's say well. Bit. You have us on your car show. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. So, All right. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Um, you guys, you brought a bunch of stuff to the show, which I really appreciate. Uh, we, we didn't know what you'd want to talk about. Everything, man. We got all night. Okay. <laughs> we'll marathon. Okay. Like a lot of times when we got dive into this stuff, we just kind of see what happens. Okay. Let's get so, weird. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, I, I'm uh, really, I, I, I'm really enjoying watching Ian's name jump around the Google Drive. Yeah. His oh, uh, his ADD scrolling. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot you guys could see that. I do that. Uh, yeah. So, I, yep. it's been away. talked about before and i'm really happy yeah. to see it with my own eyes now. yeah i'm really trying to great. stop doing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> sit on your hands ian so so you're sitting in the google doc and he's just sitting there scrolling through it yeah you can up just and see down, his up name and bouncing down. up and down his <laughs> cursor <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so yep. he, gets, he gets uh antsy yeah, yeah. So, enjoy funny. that but um so that's one thing that we do on our show is that i distract dave with my incessant mouse clicking uh but I, we also play a game called FMK Cars, and I brought one for Robbie to play, if you Ooh. guys are amenable to that. Absolutely. All right, so we've kind of done this in the past, so FMK would be Fuck, Mary Kill um, with cars. Usually it's with women, which is like super... Yeah, but we're we don't play with people Robbie. because yeah, we're not gross. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're adults okay. here, and we're professionals. We, we talk about it, cars. Yes. Correct. Correct. Right. We lose our notepad where we have it written down. No, I found it. It's good. Okay. So we gave Adam this same one when he came on our show a few weeks ago. Are there uh, pictures? Now, since we're here, uh, I'm going to give it to you. Okay. So this one is called, and I like to give mine titles. Uh, they call him old Tenny Ten Tenths Tennerson the Tenth. <laughs> tenth generation cars with a tenor twist. So in honor of being on the 10 tenths podcast. All right. I said, I said the word 10 a bunch of times. <laughs> Check. All right. The first one is a 10th generation Ford F-150. What is that? A, there is a catch. Is that a new generation? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, right. 30 generations, right? years ago so, or today. <laughs> Robbie, that's the same generation as the f- lightning from Fast and the Furious. So like 01. Okay. Yeah. yeah like yeah. early the flare 2000s. side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've what's the catch with that one? The catch is you can spec it any way you like, except it may not be a lightning. Damn it. Yeah. That's exactly what Adam said. How, however, 
you must load and then unload 10 sheets of plywood at either end of your journey. So going out of your house in the morning, you got to load up 10 sheets of plywood. And then whenever you get to where you're going, you got to unload the sheets of plywood. Every time I drive this vehicle? Huh? Every time I drive this vehicle? Yes. Damn, my, You're going to get swole with I was plywood just gonna, CrossFit, bro. I was thinking the same thing. My, my, my arms are going to be so jacked. My veins They're are going to call you out. Tillamook because you're going to be shredded. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was awful. Oh, <laughs> You've been infected by Adam's New Balance sneakers. <laughs> uh huh. I'm fine with this. That's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Tillamook is a cheese. We got it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. All right. <laughs> All right. So the next one. We have fun. Is the 10th generation Civic, which is the current one. Oh. You get the base sedan, two liter. <laughs> Don't sound so with a manual. Robbie. You it's get got a manual. It's got a manual. You must eat 10 peeps on every journey. Marshmallow that's, peeps, that's, where do you stand? Love them, dude. I love I have a sweet tooth, man. I, <laughs> what I, is I, this show? <laughs> what is happening in Iowa? Well, I, how do you both like peeps? I've never met two people who like I peeps. Robbie is much like Dave in the fact that if it's got sugar in it, I mean, Robbie's gonna eat it. Dude, yeah. Uh when I was at the truck stop to we'll talk about that later, but when I was at the truck stop last weekend, I bought uh jelly belly sours, jumped in the car, started eating them on the way home, and I was so pissed. I bought the sugar-free kind, and they taste like shit. I was oh, so no. mad. So mad. I threw the whole bag away. Eat? Like three. I threw the whole bag away. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I finished them. No. <laughs> I was I'm shocked he didn't, honestly. I ate all of them. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Angry. I've done that before. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, cold french fries, right? right? Yep. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. Fuck. Is that a Gaffigan bit? But I'm eating them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the last one is the 10th generation Chevy Suburban, which I believe is the one, not the current, current one. It's like one or two back, right? Right. That was like yeah, the, the best looking one. The 10th generation is, I'm, I'm definitely not looking on Wikipedia right now. Also, <laughs> early your truck is that same generation as a Suburban. Right? Oh, you have an, do you still have the Avalanche? No, I got an 18. Silver Eighteen. 18. Nice. That's, the, right. That's right. That's yeah. right. 2007 to 2014 is the 10th okay. gen. Yeah, so I've been the same as the uh, the same as the Avalanche was. Yeah, then nice. was, yep. So I'm going to cheat on your behalf and give you the 6.2 liter Yukon XL since it's cool. pretty wow. much the same thing. Yeah. Um, and you're allowed to do any performance mods you want. However, okay. The catch is is that you and Adam must record an episode during every journey. Also, there are 10 parakeets loose in the car. <laughs> um, do I have to have Adam with me or can I do it via Zoom? No, nope. he has to be with you. Oh, the, the, we never, we never get that, that done. I never get to drive anywhere. Let's just say <laughs> he magically appeared, right? Because the work is not in the scheduling. The work is in the uh will be next to you polishing fiber or whatever. Polishing yeah. fiber. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Polishing his new balances. <laughs> God. So I would, I would have to, man. I'm so excited because this is the first time we get to really compare mm-hmm. two people. Ooh, right. Because I wrote answers. down your answers. 
Nice way to I date. I actually a had to watch my own show to do that. I hate doing that. <laughs> I hate enjoy. listening to my own show. It's, it's horrendous, <laughs> right? <laughs> Every year we do the 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 predictions episode, and we never fucking write them down. So we always have to go back and re-listen to the previous year. I'm like, man, I made that prediction. Great. Now I got to now I got to eat my eat my uh, words. And let's re-listen to the and, episode. Yeah, and listen to myself talk for an hour. Um, so, FMK for the F-150, where I can get swole. The, the Honda Civic. Civic. Where you're not going to get swole. Yeah, well, but, you'll, you'll swell, yeah. but not, what was the stipulation? not the way you're at. What was the stipulation on that? Peeps. You get 10 Ten peeps. 10 peeps. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> just perks right up. <laughs> All right. Like so, a little bit of sunshine just beamed on him. All right. So I would kill the suburban because I don't want that many birds. Oh. I would rent or uh, fuck the uh, the F one fifty, but I would marry the Honda Civic and the Peeps. Wow. Because that's convenient. Wow. You guys had <laughs> completely different answers. I like that Adam's or that Robert is stopping to get peeps anyway. So he's just like, this is just this what is, I do. This is nice. <laughs> it saves me a stop every day. I just hop in the car and the peeps are already there. <laughs> it just shows up. And it gets like 60 miles to the gallon. I get, this is great. Yeah. What, a, what a great so they, daily driver. So, so they answered completely opposite, Ian? Yeah. So Adam, so you... Adam killed the F one fifty. Yeah, married the Civic. Oh no, you guys both married the Civic. Yeah, we, obviously. Yeah. Oh, you both I married mean, the Civic. Peeps okay, are, and he peeps after aren't the, that bad, but he after the Suburban, and you unfortunately crushed the car with Adam in it, which is no, he's not in it while we crush it. Oh, oh yeah, no, he is. <laughs> no, it, the, the Zoom call is going, but. <laughs> <laughs> But I figured uh, <laughs> just I a figured, laptop like, with his face. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured a, a bird episode would be a real good tie-in with our favorite joke, Robbie. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good episode because they're not real. Ah, right. oh, dang! I see. I'm sitting there worried about bird poop, and you're like, ah, oh, but their bird poop's not real. <laughs> everybody knows, they everybody knows that they're robots. We went over this. <laughs> yeah, this this is this is where Ian and I tap out of the conversation. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you don't, you don't yeah, you're going to see his cursor scrolling a lot in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Not buying into the conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the outside. I, well, I think I said when Adam explained it on our show, I, I said, you know, it is really pretty brilliant that it to design a surveillance system that is uh, catastrophically expensive, but also can't be defeated unless the target goes inside. <laughs> That's yeah. what you think. Yeah, but you, but you just said that I had to have 10 birds in there, so I have 10 cameras watching me the whole time. You see how- Where's the 20 cameras? Do they have one in each eye? Yeah, 20 cameras. Oh. Oh, there we go. Okay, all right. I just assume birds are like lizards and their eyes can go in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, when they're drones, they can. They can yeah. do whatever they want. <laughs> oh me? man, Ian, how do we keep getting sucked into this stuff? I've no idea. You, you brought Wake it up. up. Sheeple. So, you brought it up a couple, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. I did uh, a live stream broadcast for all of the time attack at the Gingerman uh, event for Grid Life, and um, they have like the world's craziest drone pilots there. The, oh, those like 
FPV drone guys yeah. that just like follow the cars are amazing. Yeah. They'll chase the cars and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we actually talked about how birds are drones in that. <laughs> I, like I brought it up in the live stream. <laughs> Good. I like that. That's that, that that's canon. Yeah. Well it's, done. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just there. There are more than one. There's more than one person who listens to this very show that has purchased a birds aren't real.com t-shirt. My, my, I also like that there's a real possibility that there's going to be like, you know, there's a, every once in a while, there's like those documentaries about people who believe in conspiracy theories or whatever. And it's going to be like, well, how did you get radicalized? And they're like, well, there's this car show. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's a real journey. Two that, dashing hosts really pulled me in. That's my biggest uh-huh. fear is that people are going to think I'm dead serious. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't. He, no, he seriously believes that the birds aren't real. No, he does. He said it on his show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Australia doesn't exist. Yep. The world is flat. Obviously, all the Mandela effect things are just proof that we're living in the matrix. These are all things we've covered in the past. Yep. Oh, yeah. Berenstein Bears. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Still really messes with my mind. Yep. Oscar Meyer Wiener Mobile. Yeah. Oscar Meyer so, Hot Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what is that one? Yeah. Uh, Oscar Meyer, M E Y E R, but it's M A Y E R or something. It's a Mandela effect one. Oh, oh weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We named a show Mandela Effect once because, like, right at the very end, we talked about it for like five minutes, and we just pick random things for titles. And sure. that show has a significantly larger number mm. of YouTube views on it. Yep. And yeah, you're a gonna bunch get of that. Comments about like, what is this shit? They don't even talk about it. <laughs> just a bunch of idiots talking about cars. Like, you must be new here. Uh huh. <laughs> it's got the most. Uh, <laughs> One of our early episodes had the word feet in the title. That episode got a bunch of downloads from very disappointed foot fetish enthusiasts. Yep. Yeah. Like a significant, like we, I was like, what is up with these downloads? Oh, that title has feet in it. Wow. Uh-huh. Yep. The yep. depravity of that is. That's amazing. Wow. Hey, you know, everybody's got their thing. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, if it gets me a download, then. <laughs> right i'll take the numbers yeah it gets me a download it's fine mm-hmm. so yep i i'm a little bit surprised robbie didn't marry the plywood thing because that just seems like a thing robbie would do i it, it crossed my mind because that's Plus, that's so just practical. a great way to stay in shape yeah like the, the f-150 is very practical but it's not and, though it's not practical because it is full, full of plywood, plywood. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, like nowadays, you're a millionaire if you have 10 sheets of plywood, That's right? Fair. Like 10 yeah, sheets Robbie of OSB, like a, son? You might Robbie as well has, have that instead of GameStop stock. Yeah, exactly. Robbie has a race car. He doesn't have kind of, he doesn't have that kind of disposable income. No, man, that shit's mm. gone. Mm. It's just gone. Yeah, so, true. Just true. Maybe you could sell the plywood every day. Yeah, but then you got to buy more to fill it back up. It's, it's, it's just uh, a horrible, horrible cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this vicious cycle is presented by Factor Fabrication. Factorfabrication.com. Uh, if you need to get caged or railed, head over to Factorfabrication.com. Um, if you need custom furniture or a handrail or a table or a chair or a bookshelf or um, a tire rack for inside your trailer or shop or anything made out of metal or wood, Booney can hook you up. And if you tell him Adam sent you, he'll send you away. But if you tell him Robert sent you, He'll hook you up with the best best friend price. Factfabrication.com. That's awesome. I need some built-ins for, for my new house. I need some built-ins around a fireplace. Could they do that? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He does all sorts all right. of stuff like that. Like he'll like lot, there's a lot of these like really nice houses kind of out in my area and then like up in like the the really expensive area in Des Moines and he'll show me pictures of like these ridiculous railings that people are putting in their houses and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've looked at like wo- curved wooden hand railings before and thought like the person that did that is better at their craft than I will ever be at anything I will ever do in my entire life. Like, yes. The the thing I am the best at, I have no idea what it is, uh, pales <laughs> in comparison to their woodworking <laughs> skills, right? Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting. That's not the answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For all of our sakes. What I need done, what I need done. And maybe maybe he can give me a quote uh, after being on the show. But what I need is uh, for this car right here, I need to carry around a set of ramps to go up and over obstacles in the road so I don't destroy my my oil pan, which is right right there. Like a like a speed racer, like automatic ramp deployment. I, it could just be on the roof, and I could just have it a set on either end of the obstacle, like say like a manhole cover. <laughs> a picture of a manhole cover or a leaf. I had a GI Joe truck like that. That had like a little bridge on the yep. top of it when I was a kid. Right. That's Remember that I one? That's what yeah. I need. Yeah. Exactly okay. He could hook you up. I man. think, I think I have the solution to your woes there actually. What's that? Uh, so there's a company called airlift performance. Uh, that builds bag it, bag <laughs> it, right, but, but they build a, coil over airbag combination system that there's a there's a guy that they sponsor who races who time attacks a subaru and he's quite successful with it it's actually a really fast car the car handles really well uh and he can hard park it when he gets yeah when he gets off the track he just drops it down on the ground i love that so much i need to own a bag that something at some point honestly i would love to have that just for like to have like winter mode you Mm -hmm. know so like i put my winter tires up and i had high ride you know or like when i got my car nearly stuck in this field that (laughs) it's in right here uh i can like get home and stuff oh man (laughs) they make one for the r32 oh yeah for sure really they do. How what's the name? What's the name of this here? website? What's I'm who's this vendor? Airlift. Airlift. Perf- oh, they're not that bad. Airliftperformance.com. That kind of, can we guess? Eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, that's not bad at all. That's that's uh, reasonable. That's pretty. Minimal. The whole system. That how about right. a How about a two thousand eight Lexus LS? Let's hard park that mammer jammer. That that would look. That would, that would work. That, yeah. That would right? be the best. Yeah, I gotta do something with that car. It's this car down here. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if that comes with any parts whatsoever. <laughs> that might just literally be the coil. You get the idea of even, suspension. <laughs> I don't think that's even with a compressor. Oh, so I'm not quite sure how that works. All right. Huh. Okay. Okay. Well, next idea. <laughs> all right shark tank what else you got <laughs> so we're gonna miss on that one uh-huh so uh dave i have some sob related questions okay all right yeah so, let's right. let's do it let's primarily, do it primarily why yeah yeah a lot of people ask yeah not, i don't not that i not that i have any room to talk right uh, and right. also i don't get me wrong i enjoy a good sob but yeah. it's a strange car to uh to really focus in on mm-hmm. and uh love them as much as you do is there something 
like so you've had two am i correct I've had three total. Three one total. Okay. one was a track car that never got off the ground, okay. right? Uh, so, and it, it served as a parts car for my then daily driver, aka Dusty Rusty, which was a 1997 Turbo. Uh, it was the 900 at that time. It was the same as the 93. They call it the NG 900. Okay. Um, <laughs> so did you yeah. fall into that car or did you see that car out? I did. I had a friend of mine that was looking to get rid of it, uh, on the yeah. cheap because it had failed him and his family way too many times. Uh, I, the last thing that bit him was, and he was, he's the original owner. Um, I, I think I still have the window sticker, uh, from the dealer somewhere. Um, it it failed him on his way to the airport to fly out for a work-related thing. Fuel pump died on the highway. And uh, yeah, so he was, he he's someone who has issues with anger. So I'm surprised he didn't punch it uh, all the way down I-70 himself. Um, this is someone who's broken his hand punching a soda machine uh, that took his money. Not kidding. Um, yeah, so, uh, so I... <laughs> I decided to buy a sob from him. I always thought sobs were cool. I remember being a kid sitting in them at the auto shows in Kansas City, you know, and thinking like, oh, this is different. Like, this is kind of weird. And I can picture myself like with the windows down and a scarf on. Like, I don't know what this is, but I like the whole vibe, you know, and it was I was always the guy that like knew so much about cars, but then just had like the worst cars and never did anything with cars. Right. I had a couple Nissan pickup trucks when I was growing up and a really shitty Toyota Camry for a while, you know, like I just never really did anything. And then I got this Saab and it was like, Oh, it's a two liter turbo manual. Like there actually is a little bit, a little bit of an aftermarket for this and tons of DIY stuff. Like I I went nuts. And it was at a period of time in my life where I had to do all the work myself to save money. Like I, I didn't have the income to, to outsource that stuff. Wait, that's so an option. I, what's that? That's an option. Yeah, it is. No. It is an option. It no. is an option. You're... Yeah. Uh, not one that I like taking as you'll see <laughs> from some of the other pictures that I gave you. Right. But uh, yeah, so I just like I dove in headfirst into this dumb front wheel drive car with like running 20 at one point it was running 22 pounds of boost. It had almost 300 horsepower and it was on stock suspension. Everyone stock suspension and brakes is the exact opposite of how you should modify a car. And I, I loved it and I miss it so much. My wife and I were rear-ended while we were in it at by uh, two kids that were on their way to um, two young girls that were on their way to homecoming, and they popped us with a Toyota Highlander uh, so hard that we were stopped. Uh, they probably hit us at about 30, 35 miles an hour. The sunroof cover slid all the way back, and uh, yeah, but you know, walked away uh, perfectly fine. You know, sore necks, and yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Just really, really fell in love with that car for a lot of reasons, you know? So I I love that you're like, you know, my friend who has this car, uh, he and his family have had terrible luck with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been Mm -hmm. a really unreliable car for them. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to turn this around. Yep. 
and yeah. I'm going to daily drive this. I'm going to daily, and gonna I'm going to modify it. Right. And that's turn that's the kind by of turning up the boost on it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of totally uh, nonsensical hope that I love. Right. Right. I like. I had. I I had so many people like. Uh, you know, just sup me on the road because of the turbo noises it would make. Uh, you know, it was it was just fun. It put a smile on my face, and I, I it was like a little donkish because I had the Vigan seventeen inch wheels on it, so it rode a little higher than it should have, and it was it was just funny. It was just awesome. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, so then peak sob to me is the 1999 three-door lightning blue Vigan, like you see in Ian's background picture here. And in my opinion, that is the best thing Saab has ever made, ever will make. It's the coolest goddamn thing. I love it so much. It's like, I'm such a like late 90s, early 2000s kid. I listen to Chemical Brothers constantly. Like all that stuff like is just ingrained into my system. And that, that Vigan is just it, man. And so one popped up on Craigslist. I, I bought it and I made a lifelong friend with this wacky Mainer that sold it to me. His name is Peter and he's a goddamn treat of a human being. Um, and, you know, going carding with him in a couple of days. Actually. Yeah. 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 He's just an insane, hilarious person, the kindest heart that you'll ever see. And, uh, and he sold me his vegan. And I had it for a couple of years. Uh, it was super rusty because it came from Maine. And then I, uh, I decided since it could never be restored or anything like that, it was the rust monster was really getting into it. You know, I'm finding out I have way more in common with your father than I would ever like to admit. Um, it, I decided to track it. And so, you know, I stripped it out and, you know, uh, Peter had done some great mods to it. Uh, it wasn't crazy, but, uh, well, you know, just within the last, what, two months, Ian, it was, I had it at a track day after sinking way too much money into it. Um, and, uh, and it spun a, a rod bearing. And so the engine was bye-bye. Ugh, yeah. Man. And then uh, a- after that, uh, it turns out that uh, the front main seal just blew out of the front of the engine as well. So oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that part of it. Yep. So bye-bye Vigan. Yeah. Was that, two- do you think that was cause or effect? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 213,000 miles on that thing. Original engine and transmission. That's a lot of miles for a track car. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I knew it was going to end at some point. Right. And so it's like this thing, like rust is going to get this thing, right? Sometime a strut is going to pop through like a strut tower, Yep. you know, and I'm going to drive home like this, right. From the track, you know? Um, but I didn't think it would be this soon. And it's really sad. I do love the impulse of like discovering rust on a car and thinking to yourself, wow, the structural integrity of this thing is really in question. You know what we need to do? Put it on the race track. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's put it through way more stress than it would ever meet on the street. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Also, you've seen me drive on a track. Do I even really stress it more than I do on the road? In different ways, yes. Well, so that actually brings up another thing I wanted to talk with Dave about on the show. Uh, Because Dave, like I, uh, but I think more so Dave than me even, um, has like very little interest in the idea of competition driving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting to me because, you know, I 
so I spend a lot of time at uh, track events, like mm-hmm. uh, an absurd amount of time at track events, frankly. And um, I've been on track once in my life and I really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But most of the time that I show up at an event, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything because I'm not on the track. And I know that there's a lot of people, I think Robbie himself included, that don't understand that. No, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think between Ian and I, Ian is absolutely the driver. I, like, I feel like I have some driving talent. I think Ian has m- like a, a bigger slice of pie than I do when it comes to that. Right. Um, carting, like objectively, he is able to adapt to carts, different carts faster and pick them up and and gain time faster than I can. Like he just can. Ian, you can't argue facts. He right? hates hearing that. Yes. He's a fantastic driver. I think I have some amount of talent, right? Um, but like when I was growing up, I always liked tennis and like the kind of sports that you would just kind of play where it was just you, right? And so like part of like self-competition is the is really the thing that I kind of like. So like time trial, karting time attack, like autocross, that kind of thing where you're not wheel to wheel, but you're like competing against yourself, like to the degree that you would like to do so. Like, that's really where I feel comfortable. And then also like finding out that like, I love being in a pit crew. I love being a freaking yeah. den mother to so, like a so bunch when of I people. Went to, when I did know? the aforementioned champ car race that we talked about a little bit ago, that's what I was. I was just there as a crew member. Yeah. Spent zero time on the track. Yeah. Uh, spent most of the time sitting in a lawn chair with the radio in my ear. Yeah. Uh, coaching the driver through um, what needed to be happening keeping him up to date on, you know, how far he was behind this car and ahead of that car and doing the math to figure out where we needed to be and stuff like that. And like, I thoroughly enjoyed that weekend so much. Like I, you know, it's something I would love to do again. Um, Unfortunately that car, we never got to go to, or well, I never got to go to another race with that group. Um, <laughs> you but, weren't asked back. <laughs> no, it's not that they went to another race that I had a, yeah. a uh, some other commitment and wasn't able to go. And then that team kind of fell apart uh, as I think a lot of endurance teams tend to do uh, Sure, because team racing has got to be the most difficult thing you can possibly choose. And you to all do. have to be exactly on the same page. Right. Right. Or it does not right. work. And I, yeah. I can't imagine like with Ian and his, his dad and his uncles, like that family dynamic, part of me thinks it would help. And part of me thinks it would be the worst. Oh, that, that both, they brought a crew sure. manager in. Yeah. Right? So, so when they first started, the first race I did with them was at road America in probably 2014 or 15. It, and, we had started the podcast. We were pretty green and, and yeah. you went because I think it was an early episode with the title. Ian now owns fireproof underpants or something yes, like that. That's right. That's right. So it would have yeah. been, yeah, I don't know. Whenever that was, oh, it would have been 2015. Yeah. yeah. So it was like October, 2015. Yeah. Anyway, the first one I did, it was like my dad, my uncle, my cousin was in it too. We were the four drivers. So it was all family and our average pit stop was like, 15 minutes long, which is not good. Right. Like <laughs> you're not going to be any five minutes. Yeah. Right. The, way the, the champ car war, rules work. It's supposed to be five minutes pit stops and that's it. And our 
just average pit stop for just fueling and driver change was like 15 minutes long. And it was just because everyone was arguing because they were all family members. And like, so the car would pull up to the pit and then we would start arguing about like, who's going to do what <laughs> and tire pressure. And I mean, just everything, every, every single thing. And so I think, you know, my dad to his credit, like realized that that is not ideal for winning a race. Um, it doesn't matter how fast the car goes. If you're sitting in the pits for, you know, 20 laps at a time. So, uh, we brought in, he brought in a, a, someone with like professional racing experience to be the, the crew chief. And from the moment the trailer comes or the moment the car comes off the trailer to the moment it goes on, it's his car. His name is Dwayne. And he, he basically just like calls the shots. And it, it's like so important to have that like single source of truth on a race weekend, because otherwise you end up arguing about dumb shit that don't, that doesn't really matter. Also, I think that that's another example of somebody that can like that is absolutely Dwayne's calling, right? Like he is really, really good at it, right? Yeah. And it's another example of somebody that is like adjacent to the track, right? Adjacent to driving that is not driving that is still like really like that's what they're there for, right? And like as automotive enthusiasts, like I certainly want to get in front of kind of the criticism that you're not like a real automotive enthusiast unless you drive right? Unless you're like wheel to wheel driving. Right. And we know that that's not true, you know? Well, and I, and I would also argue that like his, like his ability to listen to four different people describe the four different decidedly amateur drivers, by the way, describe how the car feels and then make like setup changes that make a positive difference is that's a that's an amazing car skill to have um like you know suspension setup shit is crazy it's um, voodoo it's a total yeah. <laughs> rabbit hole that you could go down right and to be able to digest not what you're feeling in the car but like by proxy what you're feeling in the car that's pretty crazy to me yeah i would imagine that he already has an idea where he's going to take it before he even asks you that question could be and uh, and he just fine tunes it from there. Someone who's really good with that stuff, like they can watch it and see like, okay, this car is understeering mid corner and I already know what I got to do to fix this. I just need confirmation that that's what's happening. Right. Yeah. People that have that intuition are pretty, pretty nuts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Probably wants that guy's phone number. I do. <laughs> I think that guy could help me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's, I mean, he's a true engineer. For sure. For sure. He really is. Yeah. Robbie just finished his first solo wheel to wheel race weekend here just a couple weeks ago. And, um, it was the best. Last time we talked, he was still riding that high pretty well. Still riding that high. Um, Still, yeah, just we're, just we're perfectly clear. This just in: Robert is still riding that high. I'm still high. Was it SCCA or NASA? Or what, grid what life, it? grid life, GLTC. Grid life. Yeah, nice. So he compared it to his first time having sex. If that tells you anything about how he felt about it, so still, I'm still um, excited about it. Two weeks later, <laughs> just like the first time I had. Sex. I was say it only lasted four and a half seconds, or <laughs> and you've told all your friends about it. I'm still, and it was yeah. over too fast. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 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 No. It, yeah, salt and pepper push it was playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it> was on- <laughs> <laughs> the difference is he didn't finish first this time. That's true. Oh, oh wow. Oh man, how long have you had that one loaded? He's been up? he's been loading that one good. up for a while. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. I just had to bring it back so that I could talk. I could get that burn in this week because I yeah. didn't think about it. I like last that week. cyclic little burn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the sprinkler burn that's going to come back around. Keep, it's what people keep coming back to the podcast for. What's he going to say? What ridiculous thing is he going to say this week that's going to get him in trouble? I like that. I so. like that. No wonder you want to keep him remote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't though. It's so much better when he's here. Yeah, it really yeah. is. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I just uh it's amazing to me how many people are just absolutely floored when I go to an event and I'm and they're like, Oh, are you driving this weekend? Like, nope. nope. And I really yeah. don't I like I'm not that upset about it, you know. Um before I got uh convinced to do this live stream stuff that I've ended up doing, which you know, I'm not uh poo pooing by any way. I really enjoy doing it. But I was really looking forward to this season um and spending a lot of time kind of trying to help a few of my friends um, improve, you know, throughout the weekend, every weekend that we were going in their uh, time attack programs. And I was really like, really looking forward to essentially being the crew chief for these guys. And um, yeah, like I, it's, it's kind of weird to me because some people are so um, negative towards that attitude. And like, I think they don't realize like you need that guy too. Oh yeah. yeah, you definitely do. The automotive enthusiasm like takes all shapes and forms, right? Like yeah. you can be an automotive enthusiast and like, and have an automatic transmission. You can be a racing enthusiast and have like the shittiest Toyota Camry that would never be allowed near a racetrack, right? Like this, like the kind of like inward criticism or kind of self-facing criticism of like the automotive community is way overly harsh sometimes. And and I think one thing that Ian and I like to do on our show is we like to call that shit out. Right. You know? Yeah. That's well, I, go I, ahead. Go ahead. I, yeah. I was just going to say it too, that I think that's one thing that like the grassroots enthusiasts or uh, endurance stuff has really improved upon is just like the feel of that paddock. I don't think you would get that attitude at a lemons race or a champ car race because it's, it's such just like, like a it feels like a weekend long cookout you know like everyone's it's there it's it's just yeah. a bunch of people hanging out enjoying um you know after the track went cold that night that we were there in brainerd um a lot of people kind of went off to their to their hotels but the ones that stayed at the campground you know we all hung out we intermingled we talked it was it was a really enjoyable week uh or uh, evening after yep. that racing, you know, like obviously we're all exhausted and we turned in early, but, um, and that's one of the big things about the grid life events that we go to all the time is, um, it's just as much fun off the track as it is on because of yeah. the people. Yeah. yeah. So that hey, is, Rob, Robert, I'm, you've done like time attack stuff, right? I've always been curious about what those paddocks are like. Are they, as like dick measury as I imagine them to be um, or are so it, pretty chill. More often than not, we have the, our time trials group is usually with the club racing group with the SCCA. And there are very two distinct different paddocks. The time trials group is very similar to what you would describe for the lemons race or, um, okay. um, grid life where it is just like everyone's kind of hanging out. We all paddock together. We got grills going. You know, it, it's most people bring a bunch of food and we can like share. Um, and most people like just literally hang out all weekend in that group. Um, but the club racers, everyone goes to their separate areas. They don't intermingle. 
they're not friends. Right. So that that attitude of every single person on track here is my enemy. I I hate that. That's right. why that's why when I when I was like I'm going to do wheel to wheel, I'm going to start at GLTC. I don't care if I'm not competitive. Because that's the crowd I want to be around because that's I'm in a group chat with every single driver. On like if I if I need to talk to any driver, I can just shoot him a message. And after my first race, I think I had like 10 drivers add me on Facebook that were friends now. Yeah. So it's just like that mentality of I'm racing my friends. So if something right. goes wrong, we're not going to hate each other and fight about it. We're going to talk about it and figure out what we what went wrong. Yeah, you're going to make sure each other's okay, right? Ex- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cuz like last week I made a comment like that um I saw somebody locked up their tires behind me and my first thought was, "Oh shit, what did I do wrong?" And he listened to the show and then sent me a message, "Hey, no man, it wasn't your fault. The ABS module faulted out. It was my fault." It was just kind of one of those things like my first instinct was, oh, shit, I ruined his race or, or his practice or whatever it was. So it's yeah. just that mentality of, like, all one all one team, all one family. Like, we all want to finish this race together. You know, we obviously, we all want to be at the front, but not at the expense of someone else. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good point because I think a lot of people, when they get into racing and stuff, they, like, look at the the rules to figure out like what class they're going to be in and stuff but that's also an important point is to like figure out what culture you're going to there you go i think that's even best, more right? important frankly yeah because like you're going to need to borrow a fucking 10 mil socket or whatever or an oil know, pan like, you know just something silly that you don't think you're going to need yeah 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 i mean we i know you know we've gone begging for bolts and all sorts of weird shit that I remember when we were at Road America and we had an alternator fall off or uh, alternator fail. It actually did fall off because it was actually the mounting point that uh-huh. broke. Yeah, uh, it was a whole thing. There was lumber involved by the end of it um, <laughs> to get it to stay on. But um, and it turns out that rural Wisconsin doesn't have a ton of uh, alternators for 1987 Maserati by turbos. You around. don't say. Yeah. So there was a lot <laughs> of like shocked as you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. A Mazda. What? <laughs> Is that a small block in it? Yeah. Yeah. Be better if it did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get that. Like, you want to you wanna be with a, a friendly crowd. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, I wanted to talk about that part. You know, that's, it's, yeah, for it's sure. cool to me. Like, you know, I just wanted you to know, Dave, you're not alone. Oh no. Yeah. Like I, so I don't watch F1. I don't watch any racing. I don't watch any sports. Like I'm just, it's just not my thing. Right. But like when I was at that race at road America with Ian, the one that, you know, we met you guys on the way out. Right. Like I have never been so invested in racing. Right. Because like it was the second day we were doing well. Ian, did, did we win that day? I can't remember. I think maybe we won think- the class. Yeah, I think we're second in the class. I can't remember. Yeah, I think there was a Toyota Supra that was messing us up. But yeah, Um, but like I was like on the lap timer, you know, looking at like I was in, you know, more in than I've ever been in racing or sports like ever, you know, and here I like I'm not driving. I'm just the fuel guy, right? Wearing fireproof underpants, all fired up about what's going on, you know? Most most importantly, though, most importantly, because we were in Wisconsin, Dave brought his own coffee maker. Oh, was, Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Christ. Such a lifesaver. Like that, the coffee maker at the racetrack mm-hmm. 
my joke about Wisconsin coffee is that it's hot water and someone in the next room over just went coffee. And that's, that's how they make coffee in Wisconsin. <laughs> I didn't believe Ian when he told me how bad it was going to be, but I have a little espresso maker, an espresso pixie that I take everywhere with me. And we had a trackside man pulling shots of, of espresso and it was such a lifesaver. Right. That's just not a life I live. That's 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 worth having a a thing that registers in my head is like a thing I need. That's because you go to the gas station and get a 20 ounce of, or or, or 64 ounce of rooster booster. Whereas everyone else is having coffee in the morning. Rooster Booster, I love it. Yeah. So the the QTs here, which is like I don't know, uh, I know they're based in Oklahoma City. I don't know how much reach they have, but I, so I don't know if you guys have QTs or not. I used to yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Quick so trip. Yeah. Hell yeah. So they yeah. they sell a, a they sell their own branded energy drink called Rooster Booster, oh, and you yeah. can you can. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that store brand. Give me that Aldi energy drink, and you can get it on the the fountain. Yeah. What I want is the high V energy how drink. I, that's yeah. how I get through a lot of my stupid work hours is I'll buy like a gigantic, like 64 ounce cup of that and just shake, like just shake. Yeah. yeah. So you I've just, been, the, the, I've been in a lot of QTs and I'm assuming uh-huh. that their slogan is uh rooster booster gives you herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a risk you take, but you know, well, the, pro- no the problem is it's, it's actually, fine. it's actually delicious. Is it? Yeah. It, ta- it yeah. tastes like a carbonated Kool-Aid. Uh, I, I moved yeah. away from Missouri in t- the year 2000. So we had year 2000 quick trips there, right? Came to Denver, no quick trips here. Went back to Kansas city at some point. Right. And it seemed like quick trip had gotten like this crazy remodel and like they always had an insane soda fountain, but it was like all this like quick trip stuff. And like, Somebody like just did up Quick Trip while I was gone, and uh, I, I wish we had him here. Yeah. They drank some Rooster is, Booster, and they just had a yeah. bunch of energy, and yeah. they were like, "Let's ah! fix this." What <laughs> I love is that is that uh, so so they've got like thirty different kinds of soda across the middle, right? And then they have crushed ice and cubed ice, which is apparently really important to some people. Uh, but then they'll have like this thing in the middle where you can like add different f- syrup flavors. Oh yeah. So like uh, a vanilla like, Mr. Know, if, Pib is the like jam. if your if your code red isn't code ready enough, there's there's cherry flavoring, right? Well, one of them is just energy. <laughs> just energy flavor. Yeah. Like I don't know what it actually is supposed to taste like. Terry Cruz's. I mean, sweat. obviously you just you just hit that button. <laughs> just hit that button over and over. Like, all right, now we're ready to rock. <laughs> Okay. I did well, not I realize like, that was the well, thing. I like to think that I, I really hope that it's like the, you know, the push to walk button at, at the crosswalk where it's not actually attached to anything. <laughs> right. it's, and a it's just 100% like placebo effect. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, do you guys, we're going to talk about gas stations for a minute because it's a thing we do here. Uh, okay. Do you guys have like these fancy gas stations like we do where like you can go into them and like actually get, semi-reasonable food out of these places they're few you and still far between like in a, denver the best you're gonna get is a roller grill and a bag of chips it, mainly the latter through most of denver but like we've got like johnson's corner up on 25 like you know there's some kind of larger truck stop places that have some decent you know passable food and cinnamon rolls and i essentially like live on casey's and quickstar yeah which i think ian might be semi-familiar with quickstar being that they're from Wisconsin now. Um, 
I've seen them before. I don't think I've ever been in one. They call them quick trips in Wisconsin, but we already have quick trips here. So they rebranded to quick star quick with a W K W Q W I K. It's terrible. Hmm. We just have a bunch of uh, come and goes out here. Oh, those are that's the corporate office here in Des Moines. Okay. Okay. So great name. Yeah. Yep. Just wish you'd stay. <laughs> they used to have a just like uh, had. just like Robbie's uh, first wheel to wheel event. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely, exactly. <laughs> just <for a> circle here. <laughs> they used to have a T-shirt that said "Come and Go" on it, and I would wear that in places that they don't have "Come and Goes," and people would always ask me about it. Yeah, so they they have to sell the shit out of those shirts, right? And yeah. their lighters, they have yep. logoed lighters there. They sell yeah. the shit out of those too. There's a there's like a really great like um, uh, Patton Oswalt uh, bit about uh, the first like non ironic uh, visitors to the Paps Blue Ribbon uh, Brewery. <laughs> That's what I think about when I talk about the 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 come and go T-shirts. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now we Denver's missing on some gas station culture. We could. Yeah, I I still like I have family back in Pennsylvania, and so like sheets, sheets, is like, sheets, sheets is life over there. Yeah, <laughs> I I love. I've had more sheets hot dogs, you know, yeah, than anybody else in Denver. I could probably say, you know, yeah. I kind of hate how much of a gas station connoisseur I am at this point. It's really kind of a disappointment, <laughs> but I, it is what it is. I just you know? I wish I really do wish that we had gas stations that had actual coffee in them. Yeah, it's either. It's either gas station coffee, which is objectively fucking awful, or Starbucks, which is also objectively awful. So there's yes. like never like good coffee in a gas station. It drives me crazy. I don't know what defines good coffee for you, I guess. It doesn't taste like feet. <laughs> <laughs> Your downloads are going to be great now. Does <laughs> someone say keyword feet? <laughs> uh huh. We yeah. name it that then? We call it Doesn't Taste Like Feet? Is that the name of the show? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> the good foot with... Mandela effect. <laughs> Look at the downloads. So Amazing. Um, I don't even know how long we're into this for. Dave brought a on, before, license plate game. Yep, I'm going to jump in before we do that, actually. Oh, God. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Got to remind everyone to head over to Petrobox, mypetrobox.com. Got to get my plugs in. Um, if you, it's about that time of the month where the Petrobox shows up and get your, uh, monthly subscription of car care products, shirts, um, tools, all sorts of cool, fun stuff. And my, mine should be being delivered probably by the time this airs. And, uh, if you haven't signed up, you have 28 days and 20 hours, well, minus two or three days, depending on when this gets released. Um, <laughs> realizing this is not live shit. Um, so then you have time to sign up for August's box, which spoiler alert, I have beat them down so that if you oh, get God. the August box, there is a awesome, 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 awesome treat in there for all of everyone. I've talked about it many times. You already know what I'm talking about. Sign up for the Petra box. Robbie, Robbie, seriously. Use, use the you code problem. Use the code TTP 15, 15% off that box. Or anything no, in the no. store. I want to know what's, what the treat what's is. What's the item? What's the I treat? What I don't want to say it though because I'm giving. Because okay. I, I don't know if okay. they're going to appreciate it if I just Every, give it away. Literally everybody knows. <laughs> there's there's nobody who's listening. to this like, what could he possibly be talking about? 
Did you get a, a birds aren't real into the? No, no, box? God, no, no. It's it's uh, supposedly I, I I talked them into finally putting uh, um, Eagle Grit the hand cleaner back into uh, the box. Because if okay. you've never so. I'm sure you guys have used Gojo, right? Or like that sure, lava, lava. yeah, orange right. clean the, Gojo, yeah, yeah, the gritty stuff. Yeah. Uh, Eagle Grit is like Gojo, but way better and smells okay. way better. And okay. Robbie, I think, literally uses it to shower every day. Only when I've been working on the car, like exfoliate. full exfoliation what? of yeah. Robbie Veerhout. Yeah, that's awesome. What's your favorite thing that you've gotten in a petrol box so far? Oh gosh. Um, mm favorite thing come on man you just did a plug you gotta freaking sell it it's not not just like one favorite thing like no joke like i have like a give me a favorite i i have a shelf of like all the shampoos and car care cleaning products like i'll ever need so like if i need something i just walk over like oh i guess i need this quick detailer or i need this glass cleaner or i need this you know uh, literally car shampoo or fabric shampoo like i have all that stuff because it shows up and I just okay. I have it. I also have stuff I would never tools. buy. Yep, tools that yeah. I actually need. Uh, screwdriver yeah. that I use, like the Phillips screwdriver. I literally use it every day. That I'm, that's it's that's the one I go to. And okay. then, I've gotten that like what? That was one of the first ones we got years ago. Yep. And how many then, times has it been through the washing machine? The screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> never. It's a pretty big screwdriver. That'd yep. be pretty rough to forget. Yep. <laughs> and then, uh, then like. Man, I wear I wear Petrobox shirts a couple times a week, and then okay. yeah, same. I also nice. got my first set of uh, um, those step bits, the unibits, unibits, bits, yeah. yeah. My first set nice. of those, and those are awesome. Changed okay. his life. Yeah. Okay, so no, and nice. and as if that wasn't enough, and you, and the discount wasn't enough, every single month they give away a set of rotiform wheels. Shit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So twelve every month. Every month. So like, there's way better odds of winning any lottery or any raffle or anything. Like, if you sign up, your odds of getting a set of wheels are dramatically better than anything else in the world. Yeah. No kidding. So, they made a great Volkswagen Fitment wheels. I'm just saying. I was gonna say, Protoforms on a 2008 Lexus LS. That would look That'll good. That would look, too. That'd right. would look right. good. Get some 22s on that thing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's as big as most people go on those bad boys. <laughs> yep, so. I think I think uh, the Lexus would look good with some turbo fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, I, I disagree with that statement because nothing <laughs> looks good with turbo fans. <laughs> oh, so great. <clear>, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Go eat your peeps. <laughs> See what I deal with every single week? Oh, man. Robbie hates all things 80s. That's not, oh, oh man, like, that's not. Yeah, yeah I'm a material true. girl, man. Come on, <laughs> not yeah. all things. Robbie, yeah. name one good thing that came out of the '80s. I can't. Yeah, e- Ian, <laughs> me, Ian, acid wash jeans. Hello, um, hyper color shirts. It showed you exactly where your pit sweat was. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. The Kate video Bush. game Tetris. Kate Bush, anybody? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Tribe called Quest, People's Instinctive Travels, and uh, yeah. Public Enemy. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. Pixie Surfer Rosa. Nine Inch Nails. Thank you, man. Jesus. <laughs> Talking Heads. That was more 70s, but yeah. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> 
So this is now uh, a music show. Yeah, I see yeah. that now. Sorry. So we you, we don't talk music here. It gets no, everyone really gets so about. mad because I I don't so listen bad. to anything because we have terrible taste in music. Oh. Wait, let's, let's hit me. Hit me with your worst shot. What do you got? I hate I hate talk. Guns and Roses. What? I hate Guns and Roses. Okay. I don't right. think that, so. that, 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 that offends people. Yeah, it does. But maybe in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean, Guns N' Roses is, is hard, right? Because like they have one just like classic album and then the rest are divisive at best, right? Yeah. Um, Welcome to the Jungles, my karaoke song. I love that song. So I much. can do the little axle dance. Yeah. Uh, what? I always, I always, <laughs> we're learning things about Dave. You're here, tapping so me up and I'll do it. It's oh interesting. God, it's amazing. I can even kind of do that taffy courage. Watch yeah, I would out. Drive, I would drive to Denver to see that. Yeah. That sounds like something you should do at Grid Life. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm into we it. We do I'm have the it. biggest karaoke parties at Grid Life. Yep. Yeah. I have two karaoke songs, House of Pain, Jump Around, and Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. I'll say mine are, mine's Scotty Doesn't Know from by Lustra. Um, I Believe in a Thing Called Love. And then Fuck You, oh. I'm, fuck you I'm Drunk. But the, but I don't drink. But you know it's, it's it's a good one. If you can get up there like that darkness guy, yep. yeah, well well done. I can't do so it well, what? but that's kind of the point. So we're 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 burying the lead here. So because I'm I'm curious and I'm fascinated by people with really terrible music tastes. Um, I feel, I sh- should I be, yeah, I was like, should I be offended by that? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Trust me, Rob. He said you guys had terrible taste. That's what they, that's what Adam yeah. said. Yeah, Adam, is it just nothing but Chumbawamba and what? <laughs> like, yeah, what is it? What? What's? I don't know. Like I, did you listen to like fucking Hinder and shit? <laughs> no, I don't like Hinder. Like Chevelle. specifically, I do. I do love Chevelle. Chevelle's probably one of my favorite bands. So you can you can just uh, leave the, that comment out of there. It's fine. Uh, I also listen to a lot of like really old music. So like. Uh, you know, like to me, like Boston, their first album is one of the greatest albums of all time. And I will listen to that shit on repeat constantly. I love it. It's amazing to me. Seen them in concert. Uh, Rush. I don't care how cliche that might be. I These love white Rush. new balances I are to show. My favorite. So one of my favorite things about new balance shows and my dad is going to kill me if he listens to this, but the thing, one of the things I laugh about the most ever in my life. Is I think my, about it like once a month. My dad and my uncle got tickets to a Rush concert. Mm-hmm. And this was all, this was probably 10 years ago. And, uh, we were at my grandparents' house and they went someplace. They drove into town like hours before the concert and then came back. And we're like, where the hell are they? And they came back. They had gone to the mall to buy new New Balance sneakers. So that they the could rush stand. Concert. Uh-huh. Just for the show. Amazing. That's, That's something you would do. Adam. It. That is, and exactly. I was just—he showed he, they unbox and they like very excitedly like unboxed them in front of everyone, and I was just like, Jesus fucking. Christ, you guys. <laughs> Whenever you guys talk about music on your show, like I would venture to guess that at least seventy-five percent of the time, I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I know a, a tiny fraction of the bands that Ian's into. You know, so yeah. See, what you got to uh, do is desperately cling to your youth and <laughs> force yourself to listen to all of the new stuff that comes out that you don't understand because you're already too old, but then you got to pretend that you do. And then you got to force yourself to like it. And then you seem uh, uh, not cool, but pathetic. And, and that helps you sleep at night. <laughs> what's uh, what's the bleep bloops? 
that, that Dave loves so very much. So Dave, Dave loves um, <laughs> like I call it. It's it sounds like if you ever heard you could imagine two fax machines fucking each other. That's the music that Dave likes the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. And also everything created between the years like 1996 and 2002. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Well, years. 1990. Those are good years. 1990 and 2000-ish, 10. So I tried listening to that once because you guys talk about it regularly. I don't, what's Altecra, the thing probably. Altecra. Yeah, probably Altecra. I feel like that wasn't it. Or Aphex maybe. Twin. Aphex yeah. Twin. That's what it was. You guys oh. talk about this all the time, right? So I'm like, that'll melt the, your face. Let's just buddy. see what it is. <laughs> You're right? coming right? in so off I, the streets so trying to mainline Aphex Twin. What are you doing, <laughs> dude? You got to start small. You got to start, you know, YouTube adventure, right? Like how bad can this be? I don't think I made it 30 seconds. Yeah. Was it the come to daddy video? I don't know. Watch that one. The first thing that popped up, uh, when you Google or when you YouTube search Aphex twin, Oh boy. uh, Watch come to daddy right before you go to sleep. That's a good, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now uh, there's there's somebody making a post on our Facebook page, our Facebook group about their first experience that they just had as well with <laughs> Aphex Twin. Okay. And uh, first of all, I'm sorry. Uh, and secondly, Dave's not on Facebook, so you can't like yeah. uh, you, you can't get at him for this. So yeah, uh, I am in uh, your group though. I joined it. Yeah, I appreciate nice. that. I'm sorry. Nice. I have no friends on Facebook. Aphex Twin. A-P-H-E-X space T-W-I-N. Aphex Twin. Yep. It's a brilliant name. Richard D. James. Like Apex, but with an H. You've heard, I mean, Robbie, I don't know how old you are. I'm guessing you're around the same age as Adam. But like, you've heard Come to Daddy before. And probably Window Liquor, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You've probably heard it at some point. Is this kind of like, I'm, I'm basing this strictly off visual uh-huh. Is this kind of like Rammstein? No. 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 Not yeah. at all. Zero percent. It's it's like a glitch techno. It's ed- it's very, really weird techno EDM stuff. It's like the stuff that was kind of the precursor to dubstep, right? Yeah. Like okay. just well, I'm, wacky, I, insane techno music. I can get I'm in on dubstep. Okay. I'm in on okay. dubstep. You might like a- Apex Twin then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Check I'm, out I'm, Window Liquor. It is legitimately one of the greatest videos that's ever been made. Okay. And uh, I mean a solid banger of a song. Is this like yeah. so, this that sounds like something they play at Good Life? Right. Yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't then, be yeah. surprised if Apex Twin had a had a show at, at a Grid Life. I point. love that they're like, we have shitty taste in music, and Robbie's like, I really like this thing that you just mentioned. Let's <laughs> check it out, man. I'm down. <laughs> I think I, I got an, I got an open like album of the year. What's what's everyone's album of the year so far? Got, Collectively, I, uh, I think I probably have the cleaning. worst um, musical taste. I'll admit that. I got I'll, the I'll I, own it. It's uh, fine. I for sure have the broadest. Oh uh, oh yeah. Like my range is huge. Yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll, country, I'll listen to country to like death metal to like pop to it. It don't matter. It's whatever. I thought you were going to say country to western. Yeah, to, to <laughs> country, I, I listen to country and western. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah man, that's it's, a, that's I'm a all over brothers reference that I really didn't think Robbie was going to get. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm into. I like that. I'm into really. it all. Who 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 likes vanity license plates? You, I have you expressed do. my love for vanity license plates. I have no love. I just don't care. Okay. Do you do, do we have a hard out? Are we okay to play a license plate game? Yeah, let's of course. Do it. That's a perfect yeah? segue. Okay. Okay. So Ian and I. 
have kind of descended into madness on our show. And we have, we have a small street team out there that sends us pictures of people's vanity plates because that's where people like go extra crazy. Like they actually give money to the DMV, Adam, to, to get a plate other than what is issued. Like you can see mine in my background picture. Maybe that's not a good idea, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little the, late now. The, the, the <laughs> best, the best vanity plate that I'm aware of currently is our buddy JB on his new C8 has jorts. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I, yep, I saw is. a C5 with one that just said ham. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. He also has a, a Huracan Performante that says, yeah, really, on it, that he drives basically Every daily day. when it's yep. nice out. Okay. That was a good, okay. one. That's so, a good one, too. So, so I, we have like folks it. send us vanity plates, right? And uh, I like to make a little... Since it's a special kind of crazy, I like to make a little game for Ian on the show where I'll take three vanity plates on cars, I'll black them out, and then Ian has to figure out which plate goes to which car. Right? Yeah, so he gives me the text of the plate and yep. the picture of the car where you can't see the plate. Okay, so I'll, I can, I'll try to read these out. So I got the picture yeah. for on YouTube. If you're watching, it's going to be super easy to kind of follow along for your listening at home. So on the left side, I have three cars. On the top, I have a BMW. It's a four-door. I, fuck, I don't know. It's a BMW. Who cares? It's, it's a, a 330i, Robin. Thank Come you. It's a, it's a white 330i. For you those can't that, tell what BMWs anymore. Right? Thank you. A, it, They're all the, the same. Newer, not, I don't think the new est, but the a newer generation. Enhance. Enhance. Yes. Yes. I, I've an already ex- enhanced. Yeah. X drive 330i context clues. Tell us what you see. What else? What else do you notice about the car? Uh, he still has the Tinted. dealer license plate bracket, which is lame. Tinted. Tinted. Other okay. than that, it looks like a completely factory vehicle. I don't see any tinted tint. windows. What, Bumper what are stickers, our thoughts on no that bullshit. spoiler? It's it's a, it's a black aftermarket. Well, not aftermarket, but it's a it's a. Ducktail style. I kind of wondered if that wasn't factory. It's white car, black carbon fiber ish, right? Uh, maybe ducktail spoiler. Maybe it's okay. Because I don't it think that's an like M Sport a- ha- uh, car, right? No, it's right? not. So for sure, wrong. have an M Sport logo on it somewhere. I mean, uh, oh, like, the theme of this one is just ugh, gross. gross. So keep that in mind. Okay. Right. Okay, uh, but. You know, it's so, not tinted. There's no bumper stickers. There's there's yeah, nothing a, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's a factory tint. Kind of helps, right? Seeing these, Dave. Yeah, All right, I mean, I'm, I'm able to. to okay, this is actually, oh, not on the zoom. I'm I'm pulling them up just from the picture in the uh, yeah. In the sorry, if we share yeah. if if Robbie tries to share his screen, things get weird. No, that's I'm not, fine. Yeah, I'm not gonna. No problem. And then our our buddy Eric in Illinois sent us uh, the truck that you see there. What, tell us about that truck, folks. It is a uh, square-bodied generation of the F-150. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like an 80s, maybe 90s F-150. The back has been debadged. It is white. But not the side. Yep. It it's is. a little rust. Not too bad for an Illinois truck, though. Right. Uh, it's not Adam Jabay's truck, so that's unfortunate. It is a uh, it is two-door, no back seats. Right. Got the yeah. standard check plate tool chest in the back, right? Yep. Yep. Right. Okay. Diamond tread plate. Yeah. Uh, it's got a bumper hitch and a receiver hitch in it. Yep. Which is interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. Strange. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Then Sock wheels, I believe. Yeah. 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 Right. Not too bad. F one fifty. Right. Then lastly, we have. How would you folks describe this? Give me the ten tenths take on this this car that you see this here appears next. Appears to be uh, a bone stock Toyota Venza, black. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm that pause was really s- all you needed to say about that vehicle, right? Yeah, there's not much to say. I mean, it's a Toyota Venza. Right, right. It's based, okay. Uh, it's a, it it's like a minivan it's without the sliding doors. Back a little bit. It's just driving down a gravel road one time. It's fine. Well, yeah, but right. like, look look at the uh, look at the dent on the rear door, the rear driver's side door there, uh, right along that body line. Somebody hit oh, that real I good. I thought that was just a reflection. Okay. No, I think that's a dent. Okay. Yeah. I th- also, I th- I'm going to guess that Embry-Riddle is a school. There's a sticker on the back that says Embry-Riddle. I'm going to guess that's a school in Colorado somewhere. I can help with this. So okay. that is a very famous um, aeronautical school. Ah. Like like, uh, like learn to fly an airplane. Yes. Okay, okay, so it's not like a high school. I sent my honor student to. No. Okay, no. that's an error. That's mm, okay. that makes that harder. Yeah, it really I does agree. actually. So the license plates that are somehow associated with these three cars. Oh, gross. Okay, the first one, or one of them, is the word deep. D e e p. Right. <laughs> I know. Right? Next is fatty. F A T Y. Then lastly is thick. T H I K K. I guess somebody had T H I C C already. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, for sure. So how did these even get through? I don't know. I I feel like. So I have a guess. Robbie, are you locked in? Like, because I don't want to. I'm not I don't locked say in. Anything you're talk, locked talk in. it through. Talk it through. I want to hear your. That's reason. fine. But I just want to know if Robbie's locked in or not um my thought process is that deep would i don't know deep would be for like the pickup talking about his bed size okay all Um, right i could see fatty on the venza because it's a a big car and thick for the bmw because i feel like a bmw would say thick rather than fatty Okay. But I could also huh. see a, a woman driving the Venza and thinking that she's super thick driving the Venza. <laughs> all right. Okay. 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 My but We can agree that all three of these people are maniacs, right? <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's something yeah. there's something weird going on. Well, I, I want to hear, is there any do either of you think that there's any combination where you can be where you could get to a non gross explanation? Well, so I wonder no. with the aeronautical school sticker, if deep is some sort of pilot thing. That would what be a, a submarine, Adam. <laughs> what you're thinking of. Or that maybe they're I a deep mean, thinker. I don't know. I just that that was where I was leaning because I think fatty's the truck and thick is the BMW for sure. Okay. The B, okay. the BMW's got to be thick. Robbie, Robbie was there as well. I, I think so. Yeah, I like that you both uh, agreed on that. Yeah, Fatty's got to be the truck in my mind. Why is that? What makes you so polar for Fatty being the truck? Well, so 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like <laughs> I feel like you want to wheel a whiteboard <laughs> like trying to trying to choose my words carefully. Yeah, crack, like your, that, right? crack your knuckles and so get out some a, red yarn. <laughs> this is a, a truck that's it's like an older like 80s or 90s F150. It's clearly somebody's baby but it's not that well taken care of so to me that's like a trailer trash sort of truck right like that's parked next to a trailer to a double wide at night okay in illinois okay and i, I just feel like it, when you're that guy you're all right with being a little bit fat like that's fine it is what it is you know you know rocking my double wide and my f-150 okay you know, Spending I'm all my money on that. vanity plates. I'm yeah, it's, it's with that a, enough, and I'm comfortable with myself. I've kind of let myself go. It is what it is, fatty. It's not a. It's not a gut. It's a. Uh, it's a fuel tank for the sex machine that they are. Right. right. Okay. Right. Okay. It's, it's armor plating for his six pack. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. I don't, that's just okay. where I'm at with. Okay. It. And I, then. I like where your head's at. Yeah. I just, I want to believe that deep is not something gross. It's right. A, no, I mean, deep, we all want to believe that there's good gross. people in the world, no, but here's right. these fucking I monsters. I want to believe that, that deep, one of these has to have a reasonable explanation. And uh, that's, I just, I want deep to not be something weird and gross and thick there's just no getting around thick that's that is what it is so i feel like deep's got to be the one that makes me feel better about the world (laughs) in this particular situation there's no way will yeah (laughs) i i wish that i had reasoning behind these but uh i as you can imagine when i see people like this and when other people see people like this don't approach them and ask them why. Just take a picture and send it to apexadjacent at gmail.com. And then I'll put it in a license plate game for Ian. I do I do like the idea though that there's like one of these people is just like super like uh just angry all the time because he's just like, I'm a scuba enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's nothing gross, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Well, let's, the, let's look the at other the thing that The other thing that I'm worried could have screwed me over is that <clears throat> being that this is Colorado and you guys were pretty early on with the adoption of recreational uh, marijuana usage and a fatty, you know, like. Sure. Uh, yeah. That, you know, that, maybe that would, maybe that one would of go. these guys is a marijuana like a a dispensary, like a dispensary owner. owner like maybe right? the maybe the BMW is a dispensary owner, and his license plate is fatty, and it's referring to his his joint or whatever. I don't know. Adam's Not doing it, Ian. Terms. Adam's doing it. Adam's doing what you do, Ian. Yep. Thinking logically, he, he, he's noodling. He, he <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, don't noodle. Yeah, trust yeah. your gut. Trust your gut. Yeah, All right, I'm sticking with my gut then. Yeah, BMW's right. thick. Deep is the Venza. Fatty is the truck. Final answer. All right, thick BMW, deep truck, fatty Venza. Robbie has to be at least somewhat contrarian to whatever I say. Yeah, I refuse to give the same answer as you ever. I have good news for one of you. All right, answer Adam. Up. You have won the license. Oh, damn, you have done <laughs> yes. all three correct. The thick BMW. There's there's a, a a picture without the black bars and the yep, folder I got there. It up. 
Um, yeah, the thick is the BMW, fatty is the truck, and uh, deep is the Venza. Who the hell knows why? Uh, but here I, we are. I feel like the I feel like deep on the Venza is actually worse. <laughs> yeah, it feels right? worse. <laughs> like with the BMW, like if it was on the BMW, it'd be like, oh, that's gross. But like any vanity plate on that BMW is going to be gross, right? Yeah. Like the Venza could have, you know, thick and it'd be like, okay, that's not as bad. But deep is like almost worse because you don't know exactly if it's gross or not, right? It's deep. That is the, it's the automotive equivalent of like your weird aunt who gives you a copy of the Karma Sutra for Christmas in front of the whole family. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There may be a good intention there, but it's really weird. And I don't yeah. want to, yeah, I don't want to eat turkey with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Weird. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel gross. Well, honestly, <laughs> you're a thick, vanity thick and pl- fatty. I'm fine with like you're- fatty. I'm fine with thick. It's a little weird. Like probably shouldn't be super proud of that. I just, I, I really want to know what's going on with deep down there on the bottom. Probably shouldn't be super proud of that. <laughs> hey, beachy dubs, uh, buddy. I shouldn't be too proud of that. <laughs> what is that? What does that mean? I mean, man? if you got, if you got thick with two C's, that's, that's passable. You know, I'm okay with that, but like, clearly you weren't the first person to think about it. So yeah. maybe like pump the brakes on that one. Yeah. Maybe do you, find do you, a different license plate option. Do you want to be the person that definitely was not there first or just somebody that just did their own thing? Right. right. This person wants to be that person that was that doesn't care that they're not the first. Right. Yeah. I know I in Iowa like you have you to see... put a few options. And so like I wonder if they put thick as their first option. Right. And then it was taken. And so they didn't get to know that they were going to end up with option two, which was right until the plate days. showed up in the mail. They're like, son of a bitch. Right. And that's bitch with like three H's. Yeah, of right. course. And, and a K. What were you going to say, Ian? I was just going to say that I think any time that you have that you own something where you have consecutive K's, like any number of consecutive K's is just bad news, right? Because you get to the second one, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Better not be another one. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah, thick with three K's is probably not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Yeah. I feel like I, I would have rather had thick with two C's and a K than thick with two K's. Yeah. 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 Or just yeah. spelling out thick the right way. <laughs> what? Come on, get out of here. I mean, that may have been option. Ian, we're leaving. That may have been option two, and option three was thick with two K's. You don't know. Cut it down. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That was probably... delightful, Dave. Thank you. No, no problem. Yeah. I that love was, make, I love making these license plate games, and I love seeing Ian and, and other people work their way through it. I so I I play along when you guys do them on the show on your okay. show, uh, and I think that might be the first time I was right. Nice. Most of the time, I'm sitting there yelling at my radio, going, "No, Ian, it's definitely wrong. Don't do that." And then I'm wrong, but it's fine because nobody knows. Now everybody knows <laughs> no, I was did. wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, this vanity plate game was presented by ApexTrackCoach.com, Apex Pro, and the Gen 2 unit that is hopefully coming to me as soon as possible, so I can tell you how great it is. Um, I've been using the Apex. Oh, that pro- chip shortage, Robbie. Uh, yes. Yeah, but I'm priority because I have a podcast, obviously. <laughs> chip shortage, Robbie. I have a podcast. I'm wearing the shirt, and I have the box. <laughs> Apex Pro. Um, 
I've been using the Apex Pro Gen 1 for a couple of years now, and it's, I still say it's the best value when it comes to getting into data. Um, you sync it to your phone, and if you have an iPhone, you get all the data, and you can review it immediately. You just pull it right up as soon as you get off track, see where you are losing time. The lights on the display show you exactly how you're doing well. If, you're, if they're all green, it means you're doing very well. If you see red, that means you can improve. You can carry more speed through there. Um, you can Then you go into the data and figure out why why you are losing time in certain corners and it's again like at at with the with the code 10 tenths you get um 10% off and if you and you get the free window mount so that's on the gen 2 um i still say with that it's the best value when it comes to data um anything else with that type of uh feedback that has that that much data you're going to be spending closer to $1000 whereas this one's more in the 550 range that's uh, apextrackcoach.com uh, our friend at Apex Pro, Andrew, his go-to karaoke song, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Harry Truman, uh, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCartney, Richard Nixon, Studebaker Television. Why, though? Do you, want why, me to keep, though? do you want me to keep going? No. But, but why, though, Dave? Why, why would you have spent so much of your life memorizing what is an impressively I mean, complicated song? I don't know. I can say the alphabet backwards too. Like just oh, like God. shit just shows up and it just doesn't go away. Z Y X W U T S R Q P O N M L K J I H G F E D C P A. What? That's insane. Wild. That's insane. And this is where you learn like, you know, one of your buddies may be on the spectrum. I don't think that's a surprise to any of us. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So, any other thoughts? Yeah, so we had, we had concerns. other things we were going to talk about, I thought. You, you know? One or two other things, or are we shutting this down, Robbie? I'm, no, I got I got all night, man. It's I their, it's their it's show. Yeah, it's up, to, it's up to them what they want to talk about. We're going to record one of our own episodes after this. It's going to get a little oh, slap man. happy, Ooh, I can tell you that. Getting late. Yeah. Um, Dave's going to get tired. Yeah. Uh, no, like uh, we we're really thankful to be on your guys' show. Uh, yeah, we love we've always we've always loved what you guys are doing and uh, and we're always so impressed. Yeah. So it's it's awesome to be on your show. Uh, sometime we'll have to have Ian come on here so he and Robbie can talk about F1 since I don't really care. Did I miss- and Dave definitely doesn't really care. I've been so bad about following this year. Like, I can, yeah. every, every weekend You're racing out because this is a good. I year. know it is. I need to. I need to go back and watch the Baku race because I, I didn't get a chance to watch that. Like everything else, I've been able to like watch after the fact. But at that point, I've yeah. already seen all the results. Right. But no, yeah. I've been gone every 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 race. I've either been gone or doing something. I couldn't actually watch the race. I think we should do. I think that's a great idea. We should do a podcast wife swap. Um, <laughs> man. I'll just make a bunch of license plate games for you, Adam. All right. Oh, I'm so down. Yeah. That would be okay. great. And we'll talk about our affinity for understeering front-wheel drive cars. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, it's been fun, guys. Thanks yeah, for coming This on. has been really good. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. Yeah. Well, everyone else, uh, check out Apex Adjacent, and uh, we'll catch you next week.